Welcome to Inspirational Talks with LaDonna Marie, a Planting Positive Seeds podcast. Hey everybody, this is LaDonna Marie with Inspirational Talks with your host. And today we have an amazing show lined up. I'm so, so happy. Well, you know here on Planet Positive Seeds, we promote others by sharing their stories of triumph and also sharing some things that they had to overcome because we know that although we walk through the process, there are going to be some things in our life that we have to overcome. But I'm so excited about the guest today. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about her and then I'm going to bring her in. So I'm here with Larita, oceanographer, founder (laughs) of STEM Brains Incorporation, a nonprofit organization whose mission is to inspire the youth in STEM. So I just want to give you all, before I bring her in, I want to let you all know that Larita is my cousin. But she is a wonderful, wonderful woman, businesswoman. Also, she's been 15 years in her career as an oceanographer. So we want to introduce her today to all of the guests that will be listening so we can have an inspirational talk with Larita. Larita, how are you doing today? I am doing so well today, LaDonna. Thank you so much for um, inviting me to speak to your guest today. And, you know, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to see how this conversation is going to go today. And I'm ready to share with your guests about, you know, my personal experiences and to talk to them a little bit more about my nonprofit organization. Yes, thank you. We are honored (laughs) to have you as a guest, you know, because just knowing, you know, knowing you growing up, you know, all of our life and, you know, with meteorology and, you know, now 15 years of experience with oceanographer, I'm still like, you know, wow, you know, because your cousin is a writer. Um, I encourage others with through writing, but I want you to share with our guests, you know, more about your career, even, you know, why did you just decide to choose this, to choose, you know, to be an oceanographer? What in the inside of you, you know, made you want to do this career and, you know, just share that with us because I, I, I'm just ready to just listen and be, you know, in awe. All right. So um, I'm just going to start with LaDonna has known me for all of her life. You know, she's the youngest cousin. <laughs> truly. <laughs> truly, truly. And so a lot of conversations that we had, you know, growing up is what do you want to be when you grow up? And I still remember right. LaDonna wanting to be um, a veterinarian. Her sister, Nett, wanted to be a pediatrician, and I always wanted to be a meteorologist. And so that was always our stories growing up. And so, you know, I was really inspired to be a meteorologist um, when I was younger because, you know, trying to figure out what you wanted to be, that's always one of the goals that you stick to. And so um, I kind of remember an assignment that I had back in elementary school to do just that, to show, Mm -hmm. to develop a project that describe what you want it to be. So I was like, I want to be um, a weather girl on TV. Um, as you know, when we're growing up, we grew up in a small town. We didn't really yeah. have a lot of resources. And so mm-hmm. Maggie Wade was like one of the black, one of the black women that we would see on TV every day. And so 
Maggie Wade? She really stood out to me. And I was just like, you know what? I want to be like Maggie Wade. I want to be on TV. But I was also interested in science. And so yeah. the weather aspect of um, journalism really stood mm-hmm. out to me. And so, I, you know, I still remember a lot of my classes growing up. Um, I, I think Miss Miss Chambliss or Miss Chamberlain. I'm not sure why I can't think of her name right now, but I still remember being in her classroom and learning about, it was earth science. And that was like okay. definitely one of my favorite classes growing up and learning about the hydrologic cycle and just wow. like the, 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 the plant process and like photosynthesis. And okay. it, all of those things just really stuck with me. And yeah. I was really determined to stick to my goal and achieve my goal of becoming a meteorologist. So once I got to high school, I started to look for colleges that offered that degree. Yeah. And um, I think I had a choice of three schools that I wanted to go to. Jackson State University was one of them. All right. um, there were a couple other schools that were not in the state of Mississippi. I'm not going <laughs> to name those schools right now, but <laughs> just it's know right. that Jackson State was my choice. They offered me a school ride. So I hopped on it and, you know, that's where I went. So um, while I was at Jackson State, um, I did quite a few internships. Um, Mm -hmm. that gave me a lot of experience in my career field. And that led me to working at the agency that I work for now, which is NOAA, the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. Yes. (laughs) Wow. So I just want to let you all know, you may get some, you're getting some behind the scenes conversations because, you know, input, (laughs) yes, my cousin. So, you know, you may veer off just a little bit, but um, that's, a lot and I'm I'm so proud of you as the younger cousin thank you, you know so being much. able to on your journey and then to see you flourish in you know saying your um you know in your chosen career that you wanted to do and even you know like you said people grew up seeing the people who stood in front of TV the meteorologists and everybody exactly. but what about the people behind the scenes like what about the people who are collecting the data who are doing the things that you don't really see so I'm so honored to be able to have you to even talk about you know what I'm saying your your dreams because you like you said um yeah I did want to be a veterinarian because I love animals and yes. then I decided that I didn't want to work on them I just wanted to <laughs> Love them. And so that dream <laughs> died out probably like my first semester in in college. But um, yeah, so I'm so, so excited about, you know, having you on the show to just if there are any, you know, people out there who are interested, any of the listeners, your children, you know, people who are getting going into college, if you're interested. So now we have someone, a successful um, black female who is here yeah. talking about her experiences and sharing her journey with you. So you said that you work for NOAA and I also brought you here because of, like we spoke about earlier, your foundation, your um, nonprofit. And so I want you to break down a little bit about STEM and what inspires you to do and to bring out your STEM nonprofit. So that's a really good question, um, LaDonna. So STEM is science, technology, engineering, and math. And so basically, you know, I fall into the science part of STEM. Um, And as you, you know, everyone can see if you're watching this podcast or if you're listening to it, you may not see that I am African-American or you just may know just because, oh, she's not a cousin. She's probably black. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, 
a lot, you know, you can see in the news or a lot of people have been promoting that, you know, STEM is one of the, the STEM fields is very underrepresented when it comes to minorities right. and when it comes to mm -hmm. women. And so um, what I have experienced personally working for NOAA and just, you know, going through the STEM fields is that sometimes I'm the only woman or only woman wow. of color, a lot of times the only person of color in the room and like mm -hmm. in a lot of meetings that I'm in and a lot of meetings that I'm attending. And then, you know, I also notice a lot of the struggles that I had to go through, you know, mm -hmm. with school and just not having the types of resources and things like that that I may have needed, yeah. not having access to mentors um, and things like that. And so, I mean, there are a lot of pro programs that are out there that are that mm -hmm. do really well at connecting the dots. But then sometimes I feel like certain things are left behind. And so... Right. That's kind of where STEM Brains is coming in for me and, you know, why I was inspired because I got tired of being the only one in the room and right. I really wanted to see diversity, um, like, excel and come to the forefront in these types of communities. So mm -hmm. I, I know a lot of, well, in my personal, in my nine to five job, a lot of the issues, we deal with these issues every day. Okay. And so it's not like we don't know that there's a challenge when it comes to diversity in STEM, but then, you know, we, we talk about it and we say, okay, what are some of the types of things that we can do to mm -hmm. recruit more minorities into our organization? And we talk about those challenges. And so I feel like sometimes things may need to be done outside of your organization to do more yeah. recruiting, to do more training of students and just to give them that exposure. Cause sometimes, you know, like you and I just talked about earlier is that, Kids want to be what they see. And yeah. if they don't see scientists, they may not consider a scientific exactly. career. Um, kids can see basketball players making millions of dollars a year, but they may not see scientists that are out there making hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. And I feel like, you know, those are still successful. Those jobs. Yeah, those are still <laughs> successful careers. And so we want to get our kids into these types of careers. And, you know, I feel like in the black community, one of the challenges is like a socioeconomic challenge. And, right. you know, and a lot of it is because we're not financially where we need to be. And, you know, maybe if kids can see that these jobs can provide some kind of economic stability, you know, they'll take, you know, they'll reach out and try to get one of these jobs too. So that's basically um, one of the reasons why I started STEM Brains. Um, okay. I'm just inspired. I've always wanted to give back to my community mentor you mm -hmm. and so for me this was just like the perfect thing to do yes and that is amazing because you <laughs> are standing up and representing you know african-american women who are excelling in you know other careers besides the norm besides yeah. what we see and you know just to read your mission i want to read this for all of the listeners and it says your your mission is at STEM Brains, we believe in connecting communities to inspire the next generation. Our children and our youth, they are our next generation. And that's why I'm so glad that STEM Brains and also Planet Positive Seeds, like we focus on the youth because they are our next generation. Mm -hmm. And as our mission says, of scientists, computer experts, engineers, mathematicians of tomorrow. And so 
once again, I'm going to give you kudos. I wish I had a hand clap, um, you know, just for you, you know, deciding to step up and create, you know what I'm saying? I know a lot of times people say about if you, they don't invite you to your, to their table, but I'm so glad that you are one of the women that are creating your own table. You're creating your own table. So we've said a lot, you know, right now, I think it's a great time for us to take a mini break and uh, we'll hear from our sponsors and we will be right back. All right. Thank you, everybody. We are we're coming back. And if you are um, just joining us, you know, today I have my cousin, um, uh, Larita, and she is an oceanographer and a founder of STEM Brains. It's a nonprofit who uh, her, their mission is to inspire the youth in jobs in sciences, computer engineering and mathematics. And so We've just been talking about her 15-year career, um, her nonprofit, and also, um, you know, her job, what she actually does um, as a career. And so bringing Larita back, we want to talk about um, some of the highlights and achievements in STEM. You know, it can vary across the board. Some of your highlights and some of your achievements, you know, being your cousin, I can remember one, I may want you to expound on it, when you came to Jefferson County and you spoke to the students, um, I think it was at the Voltec school, but I was, in, I was in awe because I was there and just getting a chance to introduce them to something different. And also someone who was from the same place that they were from, but you branched off and went, you know, uh, went in to live in another state and you are doing amazing, amazing things. So share with us, Larita, some of your highlights and some of your achievements. Basically in my current career, um, what I do is I look at oceanographic data. And so that's data from, you know, the how the, the temperature of the water, okay. um, we're looking at how the height and the depth of the water. And so we are looking at all of that information um, in my program office because we want to share that information with um, people who are just at the beach for fun, but the primary reason, you know, that we're looking at that data is for commercial shipping purposes. And so a lot of people don't really think about that when they, when they, when they hear about, oh, oceanographers, you know, they're diving in the ocean and they're like making all of these yeah. discoveries. Well, yes, but there are also <laughs> some oceanographers who are, you know, looking at, you know, different types of data. And so... Okay when you're looking at the data at the beach and looking at the water, you know, you really want to know like if um, an area is going to flood or, okay. you know, if the water gets too low and things like that. And so all of that information is very important, but it's yes. really important for big shipping and commercial vessels because okay. they need that information so that they can navigate yes. safely into our waterways. You see, this is information that some people don't even know that, you know, they need this stuff because they need to know how to get around and the coordinates and everything. And so these are like behind the scenes, everybody, of what's going on. And so this is amazing. So any of the listeners that's out there, we're talking with um, oceanographer Larita. And so I'm going to let her give her information at the end of this so that you all can, you know, come in contact with her. She has some amazing things coming up. But 
continue um, to to just let us know. Um, I, I want to take a brief moment and 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 divert. Were you finished with that thought? Or you had any more achievements that you wanted to talk about or highlights? Okay, and so I, I'm just excited about having her on as a guest and making sure because you know with planting positive seeds you know i plant plant uh positive moments in the lives of others and so through my my nonprofit, we just do encouraging and motivating so even if it was to encourage them about what they want to do when they grow up helping them to evolve and helping them to step outside of you know the norm being that larita and i did come from a very small town it's very awesome and amazing to the things that we have accomplished in life and then to be able to come back to our town and to show and to let them know that it's possible for you too. If you want a job to be a scientist or a mathematician, that it's possible. If you would like to be an international author or writer or singer, um, it's possible. So you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. And so I just wanted to, you know, I'm so excited about this conversation today because it's something that is out of the norm, but we need to know it. And so it's just like, this is amazing and you know we're always going to have our high our high points but we're going to get Larita to share with us too also a, a moment that she had to overcome you know an obstacle in her life because on planet positive seeds we want to let we want to celebrate your triumphs but we also want to want to let people know we're human that we go through things and that we have a sense of resiliency that keeps us focused on our overall goal so i'm going to turn it back over to Larita all right. So an obstacle that I had to overcome. I mean, there have been quite a few, but I think, you know, one that I would like to share is okay. um, my experience in graduate school. So I decided that I wanted to get um, a degree in public administration, which I have now. But, you know, while I was in my graduate program, um, I, I let the fear of not being enough cause okay. me to take um, a, oh. a very long break from <laughs> graduate school. Okay. And so um, there were some projects and things like that that I needed to get done and get completed, but I just got extremely overwhelmed and I just was not able to keep up with where I needed to be. So I just decided, you know, let me just take a break. Mm hmm and come back to this later. So a lot of time passed by. I'm not going to say how much long. <laughs> yeah, keep some for yourself. Some I know, I know. <laughs> but, you know, eventually um, I did go back and okay. I finished. And That's what it taught me is that, you know, it doesn't really matter how you start, but it's how you finish. And you exactly. really want to make sure that whatever goal it is that you set out to achieve, um, no matter how hard it may be, even if you need to stop and take a break and step back, because sometimes mm -hmm. you need to, you know, if something is um, difficult or challenging, sometimes you do need to stay, take a step back and exactly. regroup and re rethink and make sure that, you know, your mental health is at the capacity that it needs to be at. And so for me, I think that was a huge obstacle that I had to overcome um, because it took for me to go back to my school, to talk to my di program director, to get reinstated back into the program and, you know, to actually finish my final project. Because I think 
that was basically all that I needed to do was to finish my final project that I hadn't done. And so getting, you know, my, myself together and getting my thoughts together and letting go of that fear. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's what I needed to do. So I, you know, that's what I'm hoping that I can motivate people to do today is that, you know, if you have a fear or an obstacle that's in front of you, just know that is definitely possible to overcome. Oh, wow. Well, we thank you for sharing that, you know, with the listeners, because I can, you know, totally resonate in making sure that your mental health um, is intact and taking time to step away. You know, I was just saying that, you know, for myself, whenever I, 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 get, I feel like I'm about to get overwhelmed, that means that I need to take a step back because I want the same passion and the same um, just, you know, um, motivation and determination to finish but if I'm not you know feeling well pushing through sometimes is not always the good thing to do and so we just thank you for sharing you know your moment and we're glad that you you know you got your your degree (laughs) and that you overcame your obstacles Mm -hmm. because resiliency is bouncing back from any obstacle that you experience in your life so um, I know that even after this, um, this will be aired after, but I want you to tell me about um, um, your, I see on your website that you have something coming up called Storytime. And I yes. just wanted to share with us a little bit about something else that you do for STEM um, with your nonprofit. All right. So, um, you know, as we talked about earlier, STEM Brains is really out there and we're promoting communities and connecting communities that are inspiring kids to um, be, you know, learn more about STEM. And so with STEM Brains, one of the projects that I'm working on is developing STEM Brains Academy, which is an academy that's going to work with students through pre-K all the way up into, you know, like early career, because, you know, like I talked about, sometimes we want to get them inspired, but then we get them inspired and then what happens? And so they get to the next step and then what happens? They get to high school and then what (laughs) happens? And so, yeah, right. We want to make sure that they are carried through with all of the support that they need. Now, keep in mind that we are really in the early phases of developing that. And so, you know, if if you want to learn more about how STEM Brains Academy is going to work, definitely come check come back to our website which we're going to talk about at the end okay just learn about the process but you know the story time with the scientists is going to reach out to the pre-k through early elementary school students and we're going to be reading um a story called may among the stars okay and it's about may jemison who was the first black astronaut and so in this story time kids are going to be able to hear about may's story and they are also going to have an opportunity to draw a space-related um, object or draw anything space-related or okay. bring a space-related object to the classroom, to the Zoom classroom, and share that with the class at the end. And so, you know, they'll also get to talk about, you know, what they learned from the story and things like that. But yeah, that's basically it. So we want to get kids okay. interested in STEM, STEM literature. And, you know, seeing examples of scientists and people who look like them in these, in these fields really, really early. So starting to spark that interest, but, um, great. Thank you. Yeah. But keep, you know, stay posted to the website. Other events are going to come up, um, 
really soon. And this event, you know, I only had like 10, 10 participants that I um, invited and it filled up really quickly. So if people okay. want to get into these events, I just, you know, recommend that they sign up fast. So. <laughs> Well, we, we want to thank you again for, like you said, offering opportunities to, to for the children to expand their mindsets and to grow. And I just wanted to plug that in, um, you know, so that people can know about some of the things that you're starting to do. And, and we want you all to get get a connected with STEM brains. Like you said, we'll talk about our website so that if there are anything that your children from all over the world um, can get up, can be a part of if they want to, you know, flourish and grow and learn more, then we want you to get connected. So I just want to take a different point. I just want to ask you, um, Loretta, being that you've been, you know, 15, 15 years of, you know, oceanography and, you know, different things like that. So can you tell me some of the things that when you're not an oceanographer of by day and stem brain um founder uh by <laughs> night <laughs> uh what do you like what do you like to do for fun or do you or is it you know movie time popcorn you know what is just some or something thing some things you do to just relax you know for you know i i'm i'm always so busy when it comes to you know my nine to five and stem brains but you know spending time with my family is always like my number one priority yeah so spending time with my daughter she's very very fun and she likes to you know sing and dance and things like yes. that but you know self-care is also her. important so um after the COVID is over i cannot wait to go and get my nails done <laughs> Exactly. Get my, get my pedicure. I know a lot of people are still doing that, but I'm still a little skeptical right now. And also, you know, a nice glass of wine. That's something okay. that I like to okay. do to relax. So um, taking trips to the vineyards with my friends is a really Ooh, one of my favorite nice. pastimes. <laughs> oh, wow. That sounds nice. Yes, we do have to have some self-care, yes. uh, making sure that we take care of ourselves holistically. And so mm -hmm. I just wanted to, you know, ask about that because we do have to know that even though we're doing all this important things out in the world, that yep. we have to make sure that we're good and we're okay. And so um, we're coming down to the end of the program. And so, Larita, I just want to put it back into your hands again. Um, if you have any final thoughts that you want to tell us about, you know, all things included, STEM brains, um, and, you know, any, any nuggets that you want to leave. Also, you can go ahead and, you know, give the listeners your website and tell them how to get in contact with you. All right. So... I'm I'm thinking like a final nugget. One of the things that, you know, I would like to leave you guys with is just a little bit of motivation because, okay. you know, as we mentioned and talked about through this, like mental health is very important. And I know that's mm -hmm. something that LaDonna's organization is um, really big on. And so just try to stay motivated and like continue to believe in yourself and reach and, you know, Sometimes your goals may seem so far out of reach, but just, you know, take everything one step at a time, day by day, breath by breath, and believe me, you will definitely get there. And, and another thing too that I'm learning is always ask for help yes. because you just never know like who will be there, who's going to be supporting you. You just never know. And so help is, you know, important. Just know that because you're not going to be able to do it all by yourself. 
Exactly. And that is important. Please ask for Very help from listeners if you need, if you need help. Yep. And so um, how do you find me? You can find me at my website. That's the easiest way to find me and the easiest way to connect with me. Um, most of the emails that come to my website come directly to my phone. And so if you hit that contact us button, you can definitely um, reach out to me there. And my website is www.stembrains.org. And stembrains is S-T-E-M-B-R-A-I-N-S. Um, and also, if you go to my website, um, it has all of the information for social media. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, all of those places. Anywhere there's a social media, I'm there. Now, I may not be that active, but I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we thank you. I just want to say I am so thankful again. You all make sure that you get connected to her. Go over to her website. Stay connected. Sign up. I've been looking at her website, too. It's an amazing website. I love it. Um, make sure that you stay connected. Um, how many of you all can say you have an oceanographer in your family? I can. <laughs> okay. So, but I know your kids, I know your family and different people who are going to college and think now, you know, that's the reason why I wanted to do this show today because I'm proud of her. And also she's standing, you know, up in front. We're going to put an S on her chest, superwoman, so that she can show others <laughs> that they can do, you know, exactly uh, wh whatever their hearts desires. If you work hard at it and then you, you know, push past some of the things that may go on in your life. And so this has been an uh, inspirational talks with LaDonna Marie with my special, special guest, um, Lorita. And on planting positive seeds, we plant positive seeds in the lives of others by promoting and sharing our inspirational stories. When we share our stories of triumph, knowing that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. So I want to thank you all for coming on the broadcast. Make sure you like, share, and tell a friend to uh, like LaDonna Marie Inspirational Talks on Anchor. So thank you all, and I'll see you all next time. It's been great. This has been another purpose-packed episode of Inspirational Talks with LaDonna Marie of Planting Positive Seeds podcast. Please remember to like, share, and tell your friends about the podcast. Stay tuned for many more Inspirational Talks with LaDonna Marie.